following program is brought to you in living color on NBC. Hey, where y'all at? Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Would you be interested in hearing a radio show? You are absolutely atrocious. Come on, man. At least listen to what I have to say. There is one person in charge of every office in America, and that person is Charles Darwin. We need to evolve into dudes who score. It naturally follows that if we can significantly reduce the inappropriate use of equipment, you should, like, copy your butt. We will also significantly reduce the number of accidents. And yes, the rumors are true. They smoke, they drink, they use bad language in mixed company. They're extremely rich and they can flash more bling than most posses in this room. Rose! Come on, I love you, Rose. Does everybody have to be crazy today? Now get me, Savior! The HTPN Network is on the air. Welcome to the Bob Matthews Show, everyone. Also, don't forget, the NFL is back. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official betting partner of the NFL, is giving all new players a can't-miss offer for one week. All you got to do, bet a dollar on any NFL game during week one of the regular season, and you'll receive $200 in free bets instantly. That's right, no matter what, you can take advantage of this limited-time offer right now. You heard them right. DraftKings is giving all new players $200 in free bets instantly when you place a bet of a dollar or more on any week one game. One dollar gets you $200 worth of free bets. You can't beat it. Head to DraftKings Sportsbook app right now. Check out all the great promotions and the daily odds boosts they got. Makes watching sports a hell of a lot more fun. Let me tell you. Plus, you can... Make every game a big game with same-game parlays, too, and that's where the real money is. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the promo code THPN to receive $200 in free bets when you place a $1 bet on any Week 1 game. That's uh, promo code THPN to get your free, did I mention it, free $200 in free bets instantly for a limited time only, the DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Got a gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. All right. Welcome to the show, everybody. And guess what today is? Yes, that's right. As we come on the air, it is, for the first time this year, a football Friday. The Washington football team went and closed out training camp yesterday. We're going to hear from Ron Rivera in just a couple of minutes. And then after that, Washington football insider Sam Fortier of the Washington Post is going to join us. So, training camp is over. That means it is time to take a look at, well, start getting into regular season form. Washington closes out the preseason Saturday night against the Ravens at FedEx. And the big news, we are going to be there. Yep, that's right. Credentials are back this year. Say, if you join Lake Lewis, myself, and all your friends, we will be giving you all of the inside scoop from inside of FedEx. It's coming up next week. Really, really psyched 
to be back out there too because there's nothing like being there at the stadium the game. Not to mention the fact, you know, it's where you get the best perspective. All right, uh, let's get to the podium. Riverboat Ron, his last gathering before the Ravens game. Here we go. So one of the first questions that we asked Rivera today was just kind of about the preseason itself. You've heard all of the stories. The Chargers, for instance, who are coming to FedEx for week one of the regular season, they haven't played any of their starters all throughout the preseason. So we wanted to know from Rivera, how does he think the preseason has changed over the last few years? It's changed a lot. It really has, you know, um, for whatever reason. The concern about guys getting hurt um, has really kind of, I think, gotten in the, a lot of people's heads about how much you play them. So, you know, you, you, you really do want to be careful. You, you'd rather start your season with your best players healthy. Um, that's really what's gone on. And so because of that, we react to how, you know, how that is and whether or not a guy plays a full series, a guy fa- plays a certain number of plays or plays a whole quarter or half or what have you. Um, it's really changed. What's also changed is there are some big decisions that this coaching staff has to make at the bottom of the roster. It's going to be interesting to see who sticks and who doesn't because there's a lot of depth. At least it seems like there's a lot of depth at a lot of positions. And Rivera was saying that uh, he was talking with Landon Collins the other day, and uh, Collins was saying how, you know, again, a former All-Pro, Signed as a free agent, uh, play safety, make a big impact. Struggled a little bit since getting here. But one of the things that he was telling reporters is that you really can see the change since the Rivera era has started. We're, we're headed in the direction we want to be headed in. We like the quality of the young men we have on this football team. Um, you know, we believe these are guys that fit the way we want to do things. You know, Landon's done a great job, you know, uh, adjusting. I mean, he's, he's gone through three different systems. You know, he started, um, you know, somewhere else and ended up here. So he's a guy that we feel really good about. Um, I appreciate the fact he's noticed it because, you know, one of the things we are trying to do is we're trying to change things and, and, and put things in a position where, you know, we accomplish what our intent is, and that is to, to, to build a sustainable winning culture. And, and, and hopefully he can continue to be part of it because he's done such a good job for us. All right, time to bring Sam in. In three, two, one. Now, as usual, Nickelodeon's loss is our gain. Washington football team insider Sam Fortier of the Washington Post joining us. And happy last day of training camp, my friend. We all got to be excited about that, right? (laughs) Absolutely. It kind of feels like uh, last day of school out here. Um, It was a hot one. It's been a hot week. Um, so Ron Rivera actually ended practice an hour early, his shortest practice of camp. And, uh, you know, I think everyone's excited to get to this third preseason game and the count. How, what has been, I don't know if we've discussed this or not, but what's been different about this camp this year and, and last year's camp as opposed to the previous ones, do you think? Yeah, so Ron Rivera has talked about the fact that this year there's a lot more knowing and there's a lot more uh, 
assurance than there was maybe last year when there was a lot of presumption, a lot of projection. And I think last year there was a lot of that guessing, not only because Ron Rivera was new, but also because you didn't have an off season because you didn't have preseason games. There were so many things that they were operating on faith or, or operating on trust that really you just did not get to see. You did not get to put into practice. And so this year you have those two preseason games. You have, you know, one more coming up. They're able to test their hypotheses and talk about players. And so I think the biggest thing this year is more information and the information is a lot better. Yeah. It seems like this year we didn't there. I mean, there just, there wasn't any drama this year. I mean, literally no drama. It was just a football team getting ready for a football season. And let's face it. We're not used to that in Ashburn, are we? <laughs> no, that's a, That's a great point. Ron Rivera. Uh, thankfully was not diagnosed with cancer as he was last year. There was not, uh, you know, a, a legitimate quarterback competition. There were so many things, you know, there, there was no, uh, you know, there was the, the, the COVID outbreak, the seven players on the list earlier this year, uh, but that, that was not, you know, uh, they didn't have any some of the concerns they had at least early last year. So, and they haven't had any significant injuries except for just dragging on and, and William Jackson, the third, I guess you could obviously argue as well, but, there, there hasn't been a ton of drama, and that certainly is quite the change. Yeah, I mean, the, when you, and when you think about it, you go back and think about it, the COVID situation, that was shut down quick. I mean, he made one statement about that, and then boom, the next, next thing you know, like 93% of the team is vaccinated. Yes, absolutely. And, and obviously, um, that, that might go down when all these players are cut. I, um, you know, when you get down to 53-man roster, I think those 53 players um, – you know, or, or I think those bubble guys were more likely to be vaccinated than maybe starters or guys who had, had assured plays on the team. But certainly 93% is, is a good number. Yeah. All right. So give me what are some things that we need to look for here in this in this last game Saturday night coming up against the Ravens before the regular season? Yeah, I think they're going to be looking at all of those bubble roster spots. Right. And I think that um, there, there are several places you're going to see, particularly cornerback. Ron Rivera mentioned as being a tough one. Um, I think really you're talking about top three who are unquestioned. And then, you know, I think really from Jimmy Moreland to Tory McTire to Troy Apke, um, I think all, you know, those three guys, uh, probably maybe Moreland a little less, certainly, um, you know, McTire and, and Apke, um, I think are, are, you know, competing for jobs here. I think actually McTire might actually be, uh, a little safer. He's been playing in William Jackson's spot since William Jackson's been out. But um, I think Troy Apke is one of the guys that looking at Danny Johnson. Those are the guys that they're saying, hey, you know, who who do we like here? I think receivers, another position. Um, I could see, you know, Cam Sims, Antonio Gandy, Golden, Dax Milne. Those are the guys on the bubble. Um, do they keep four running backs? Do they keep Baton Barber? I mean, last week when, when Antonio Gibson rushed for 31 and fourth and one and got neither of them, that to me was a test of, hey, can we get by without Peyton Barber in short yardage situations? And I think the answer there was no. I would also um, maybe point out, you know, the, the back end of that D-line, you know, with Daniel Wise, Shaka Tony, some of those guys, um, I think that is another question mark. So all those players I mentioned, safety, DeShazer Everett, um, De Derek Forrest, um, who, who Derek Forrest, the six-round pick out of Cincinnati, actually a hamstring injury today, uh, got an MRI. Um, so really, I think all those guys I just mentioned, those are – guys so the spotlight will be on on Saturday night 
How much should we expect the starters to play? I know Rivera said he'll play as long as they need to. Uh, and of course we start parsing that like the Sapruder film. I mean, are we got to get a quarter out of him, you think, or if, if there's a touchdown drive, first team offense has a touchdown drive opening series, that might be it for them. Yeah, it's a good question. And, and I don't think we know the answer. I think it's equally possible that Ryan Fitzpatrick and them play four or five series as they did, you know, against Cincinnati. I think it's possible that Ryan Fitzpatrick is inactive. He didn't uh, take any first team reps today. Uh, really, they, they focused on second and third team in, in the limited amount of practice that they had. So that, you know, I think the, the range of outcomes, at least, you know, for Saturday is, is very high. What about you mentioned we mentioned William Jackson, the third and, and Curtis Samuel uh, a couple of minutes ago. Yeah, we haven't seen either one of we haven't seen Samuel the entire preseason. You know, how concerning is this now? I, you know, I thought, OK, they're resting him, but you, you figured he would have gotten some time in 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 training camp. Oh, certainly. No, this is this is, I think, um, and I. Let me let me back up here. Curtis Samuel, I think there might be dual concerns here. I think it could be his groin injury. It also could be, you know, when he comes back from 10 days on the COVID list, you really got to ramp these guys up. And especially for a speed guy, a guy who's so much finesse as Curtis Samuel, I think there, that might be playing a role in this is, hey, we want to bring him back along um, easily. Obviously, he, he participated in team drills on August 16th. He has not since then, so that's a concern. He's not even working, um, you know, with the receivers in, in, in you know, individual drills, I, I should say. So that's a, a big concern. Uh, Scott Turner, the offensive coordinator today, said he wants to get Curtis Samuel back once, not have him be in and out. So they're being really cautious. Um, but, but as of right now, I know that people talk about his familiarity with the offense, but I think there's legitimate concern for his availability in week one. And that may open up another that may open up a, a slot where they at least temporarily got to keep uh, an extra receiver. Right. Absolutely. Um, I, I don't think uh, I don't think they're they're on. I don't think it will be that drastic where they have to make a move like that. But, yeah, I mean, this is really a complicated roster to break down. Um, I think Samus Reyes having to be on the roster is really a, 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 an influential uh, deal. I think it has a lot of domino effects. Um, so it's really, I, I think it'd be an interesting conversation that, that Ron and company are going to have to have at the team facility, you know, early next week. And, and that you led me perfectly into my next question. Uh, we've seen Tamaric Hemingway get uh, waived uh, and another tight end whose name is escaping me right now. But I mean, they're seriously thinking about keeping Samus Reyes on the active 53, right? Yeah, I, not only are they actively thinking about it, I think logistically they have to do it. Um, because if you think about it, this guy was going to be in the International Pathway Program, which they have a, a defensive lineman, David Bada, who's in. I mean, he's exempt from the roster. So, you know, when you cut it down to 53, you don't have to cut David Bada. He doesn't count against your cap. Samus mm -hmm. Reyes, when they take him out of that program and they sign him, and they give him, you know, I think $2 million, like that transforms him from, from not only uh, – a non-exempt person, but also a person you have to probably keep on the roster because at this point, with the hype that's surrounded him, with the progress he's shown in training camp, I don't think that you can cut him uh, and, and necessarily have him clear waivers and get him back. I really think um, that, that Samus Reyes has to be on this roster. So then you start talking about, okay, if you keep three tight ends, you're obviously keeping the fourth-round pick, John Bates and Logan Thomas, your star. If you only keep Samus Reyes, that's three tight ends, 
you know, can you run as much 12 personnel as they have in camp? Can you do the things that you want to do? Um, or, or do you have to keep Ricky Seals Jones as well? And then if you keep four tight ends and you keep four running backs, as we talked about, then it gets all complicated. But I would say, I think you should expect to see Samus race on this roster. Well, yeah, well, you know, the cuts have to come somewhere. You only got 53 spots. All right. So what are you working on today? What can we expect uh, to see on WashingtonPost.com a little bit later? Well, WashingtonPost.com, you can expect to see a, a training camp notebook, uh, just kind of my you know, thoughts, some of the ones we've talked about here, and, and observations from the last day of camp. Uh, you can also look forward to, after the preseason game, we're going to have our roster projections out on WashingtonPost.com, which obviously, as you can probably tell, I've been thinking a lot about. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, it's, that's what we do this time of year. The great Sam Ford here from the Washington Post. It is, if you want to follow him on Twitter, it is at Sam for the number four TR. Give him a follow. It's good stuff on there. My friend, thank you so much. I appreciate it. I will see you Saturday night. Of course. Looking forward to it, Bob. Thanks. And uh, apologies for the Wi-Fi acting up during that uh, interview. We'll try and get that fixed. We'll be there Saturday night as the Washington football team closes us out with the Ravens in preseason. Then it's time to get ready for the Chargers. Have a great one, everybody. Enjoy the game. Enjoy your fantasy drafts coming up. We'll talk to you on Monday. Remember, like the wise man once said, if you're out on your bike tonight, as always, do wear white. 